the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer, Milton Glick, along with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons, sitting on the porch here at Millburgers at 1604 and Bull Road on a overcast uh, afternoon. Beautifully the, cool weather. Yes, it is. It's actually nice and cool <laughs> with a little breeze. Uh, it doesn't feel like it's Are you guys weird? <laughs> it's a bit humid. That's okay. It's no, a, it feels a, nice a out bit here. humid. What? It feels nice out here. 72%, yeah. 85 degrees. No, no. <laughs> We're comfortable. I don't know what your oh, problem is. Oh, yeah. What is wrong with Cal? Yeah, well, uh, uh, yeah, sure. I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, but, yeah, there's some folks out here doing some shopping, and there's lots of color. Some of the plants that we talked about yesterday <laughs> were bragging on. There are a little fewer of them yeah. are there today. Yeah, the, there's still, still a lot of pretty ones left, but uh, that uh, Mystic Spires salvia, which is on sale, yeah, for I couldn't believe it. And, and a Texas superstar with a great big uh, a bloom spike on it, and they've got they. You can compare it to two or three others. Uh, <laughs> That are also on sale. Sale that uh, they're that uh, that are sta- sitting by the Mystic Spire. Then you see why Mystic Spire Salvia was chosen as a Texas oh, superstar. It's a it's a superior selection. Well, some of the others so that were Texas superstars, weren't they? Or was it wasn't Victoria? No. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. Victoria. Was. Yeah. Because I think uh, Victoria, which, which is just a just a. Improved salvia, I guess. Well, and that, that I think it's it's a uh, disciplined, uh, orderly uh, plant that really is effective in terms of uh, borders. And yeah. I like it. I like Victoria a lot. And the deer are not supposed to eat them. They don't, yeah. I haven't seen the deer. Not in my neighborhood, the deer don't eat any of the salvias. If you want to see a picture, just Google Mystic Spires Blue Salvia. And on the Texas Superstar page, there's a bunch of great pictures. And you will instantly see why we keep bragging on it and, <laughs> and why it's kind of a showstopper here at the nursery. Well, do a, um, the other thing, if you do, even if you plant Mystic Spires or you plant uh, any of the other plants we expect to be deer-proof, uh, Go ahead and use a little bit of that uh, liquid fence. Liquid fence, yeah, for at least a couple sprays, uh, maybe every week for three weeks. Yeah, because uh, because deer when they're uh, they are real curious, 
They have a curiosity browse. Yeah. And they pull. Oh, okay. You can tell they'll pull pull out a whole set of plants and not eat very many. Oh, yeah. Or they'll eat some. Um, so, yeah, yeah, that's what you want. You want them to kind of get used to the plants, remind themselves that they, they don't <laughs> like those plants. Because nothing worse than you spend all that time planting everything, and then you have the deer pull it up and then have to go back through the process. And then and you that, get... You that, lose your confidence, too, that they're going to leave it alone. <laughs> that liquid fence uh, is the only product that we found that will re- repel deer. And it uh, it makes them not get in the bed. You know, uh, the forest Appleton makes the point uh, that uh, deer eat a lot of plants, but they also stomp and, and rub a lot of plants. And... Uh, I guess I, the deer—they're uh, not—they're not rubbing yet. I don't guess. No, they, they've got the velvet on. Yeah, still on. but they're close. On the antlers. They got to be pretty close though. Yeah, and the fawns are. Most of the fawns are dropped now. Although I still, oh, yeah. I still see a few chubby does out there <laughs> that are still going to be dropping their fawn. Yeah, boy, and you—you you got to. If you're in, uh, I guess if you've been in deer neighborhoods. For a while, you're you're aware of the fact that the does get pretty aggressive. Oh yeah, this time of the year. So you got to keep that in mind, especially, especially the dogs. Yeah, if you got little, well, not doesn't even take little dogs. <laughs> they just they'll uh, take them as big as they come. That's right. They're uh, they get kind of they get bold and used to humans, and uh, and then they uh, the dog aggravates them <laughs> or just crosses their territory. Sometimes they get uh, carried away. Yeah, that miniature schnauzer I got uh, took him to di- out to the, my uh, uh, daughter's house, uh, son-in-law's house, and uh, he got a, a guy. He never seen deer, huh. but uh, that didn't stop him from chasing the mother deer away around until the mother deer turned around and chased him. <laughs> so he came running back. Uh, he he really enjoyed chasing the fawns. Yeah, yeah, you know they're they're about his size. Yeah, that's what mine my Westies too. They see those fawns, and yeah. that's all they see. Yeah, they ignore the the big deer, and then they just <laughs> yeah. That's something different, and that is my size. Yeah, so. yeah. And the big deer take take care of them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah catch them, corner them, catch them unawares too. Yeah, the mothers do. But anyway, something we have to live with, Milton. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, well, that, it's, it's okay and you let you have them in your neighborhood, Milton. Yeah, I know. I don't yeah. have them in the neighborhood. Yeah, well, uh, you just give, give us your address and we'll yeah. find some for you between uh, Hollywood Park and Medical Center area. I was, I, was, I was walking in from the front. I was late, so I parked in the front. Uh we got some beautiful hibiscus over there, mm-hmm. uh, and roses. The roses were just spectacular that they've got out there. You know, and I I had to pick up a hibiscus uh, for Judy, and I did one of the. You know, I didn't look as much as I should have. I picked it up and put it in my mm-hmm. truck, and then here, then I was sitting here at the ray, and then I noticed all the there's there's Groups of them all over the nursery. Oh, hibiscus. yeah. Well, yeah. beautiful hibiscus, different colors. 
A you year. got a yellow one, didn't you? I did get a yellow one. Yeah, it'll, it'll, it'll be a nice one too. Yeah. But there's, uh, of course, the reds and uh, orange. Um, then there was a uh, yeah, kind of a almost a almost a burnt orange. Milk. Oh no, that yeah. sounds beautiful. Will you to kill those when they're Well, we try. Uh, I tried to ta- <laughs> tape the flower back on, but it just didn't stay there. Yeah. But anyway, that uh, and also what caught my attention was that thryalis. That they got a, a section of thryalis which the deer won't eat. And mine is blooming. full bloom. Yeah, mine is in full bloom at the house. And, and the other plants, poinciana and uh, Esperanza, are not yet. Duranta aren't. That, but uh, but I, I see some others. Others are, depending on well, how much they got affected by the freeze. Yeah. I think that I think we made Thrialis a Texas superstar. I think it's a Texas uh-huh. superstar. It is a little more cold tolerant than uh, Esperanza. Yeah, right. Certainly more than uh, Pride of Barbados. But uh, the interesting thing about that, uh, going back in the history of it, uh, people were telling me that that they had a a deer-resistant plant called Thrialis, but they could nobody could pro, no nursery would propagate it or they couldn't propagate it. Mac cuttings, and uh, of course, me being my uh, uh, can't do it mode or they can't do it mode, uh, we we started promoting it with uh, some of the bigger nurseries, and now. Uh, Several of the big nurseries uh, are propagating, and that's where that's where you got your your uh, plants from. Talk about the Rallis out there. They, it also does a. It's a. You know, we talked a lot about Firebush and Pride of Barbados and Esperanza together. Mm-hmm. Uh, fits in there. Yeah, it sure does. Yeah, it's probably even a little. It's much more independent than uh, Firebush. I mean, Firebush is. Yeah. A little is. Uh, Slower and of course now that one for sure freezes back. Everywhere. Yeah, the uh, the thrialis seems to not quite get as big as fire, firebird. But uh, Trace, you can join. Y'all in. were talking about uh, y'all were talking okay. about a dwarf. Okay, just making sure you knew. You're ready. <laughs> y'all were talking about the, you got a dwarf firebird. Yes, right? uh, the leaves are a little smaller. The blooms are a little more yellow orange than than the uh, fiery red orange. Yeah, but, right. Stays much more compact. Um, should do well in a, a container or the ground. Yeah, right. Hey, yeah. by the way, our number two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven to call and. Uh, I wondered why you weren't giving that number, Milton. <laughs> I know you seemed you seemed worried. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. So I, I remembered something since he said uh, Mexican bird of paradise in there. Yeah, we got some of those pink ones in again. Ooh. Uh, one gallon can, I believe they're nine ninety nine. We'll talk about those because those were the the kind of the. It was can't a, find it them was anywhere. An interesting thing yeah. last year, and we, to my knowledge, we were the only ones with them. Uh, but the guy came up with some more. Okay, so we, got, we were able to get a hold of a hundred of them. Oh, and, that's great! Um, I'm not sure we'll be able to get more, but it is. Uh, it's a neat one, and uh, we do have one larger one in bloom. So if you wanted to see what it looks like when you come in to buy one, you can't buy the big one. Okay, and but they're pink. They're pinkish, yeah. 
Mm. Yeah, they, and that, that sample show, sold them. I mean, it people did, saw yeah. that and they're like, oh, wow, uh, where do I get that? I had, we had at least one person who loved them uh, that th- thought that they were a little more cold sensitive than the others, but that he was still looking for a, <laughs> a number of replacements. He may, you know, maybe he, uh, of course, we, we planted them kind of late, late in the fall, too. So yeah, do they have thorns? Uh, I think everything looks just like the other one. The small, oh, okay. the small leaves, the tiny little hairy-looking thorns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you're looking for uh, pink pride of Barbados, the pink pride—that's hard to say. <laughs> pink pride of Bar Pink pride of Barbados. Woo! There you go, Milton. That's Thank an you. English means. Yeah, that well, professional I, I can speak. It just means I know how to how to put it in order. Um, but yeah, come on by and check it out. Where is it? Um, where can they see it? Well, there's a big banner right out there by the the uh, outside cash registers. Uh, yeah, of course the banner's turned where the backside is to you. But um, that tall four by f- uh, two by fours over there with the white banner. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So can I see it right there? Is that you can to the it. to the left where the yeah. woman's walking now or no? Yeah. Different thing. Yeah, you can't see it. Okay, they're about okay. six inches tall. Oh no, I can't see it. Okay, cool. And how much are they? Uh, Nine ninety nine. Wow. Okay. That's pretty good price. Yeah. So it's a one three gallon, gallon. One gallon can. One gallon. Can. One gallon can. Hmm. Yep. So you can be the envy of the neighborhood. Got about a hundred, you said, or give or take. Okay. So that may be one you want to call in on and just say, okay, I'm coming by tomorrow or Tuesday. Two one zero four nine seven, three seven six zero. Call Millburgers at 210-497-3760. If they come in, they're gonna, it's going to be hard for them to resist the uh, Mystic Spires and the uh, <laughs> Dwarf Red uh, Porter Weed. Mist flowers are blooming over there, too. And, of course, the, the zinnias, there's a huge replenishment of zinnias. And, and those are on sale. Yep. 98 cents each? I believe so. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah, yeah and get a, uh, put those in now. And uh, you'll even have time. They can recede, too. They'll, uh, let's see, what is it, end of July 1st? Yeah, if they get receded, we kind of had a debate last year of when, yep. when they would. Uh, but if you get uh, if you get receded by August 1st, you'll have a, a, another whole blooming period. Unless we get record freezes at, <laughs> in the uh, 1st of November like we did last year. So, but uh, the zinnias are, are are up there in terms of the uh, one of the all-star butterfly plants, and of course the mist flower, and uh, it's hard to beat the porter weed. It wasn't why he was talking about it, but Theralis is on sale. Uh, it was partly why he was talking about it was there's a big savings on the Mystic Spires now four eighty eight. In the one-gallon container. So. Yeah, but that's, there's two other ones in that group, too. Oh, so that's it's, right. It's three, there's three purples. So you got Victoria Blue, Mystic Spires, and May Night. And May Night. Yeah, there might, there's our Victoria, too. So anything exciting coming in this weekend? This week? <laughs> uh, Any more Laura Bush Petunias? No. Uh, okay. I didn't buy enough. Of course. <laughs> I know, that's your slogan. <laughs> that's the big banner outside when you're leaving. You didn't buy enough. Um yeah, uh, since I saw uh, over Quality Organic, it's uh, VIPs, but I'm sure Laura Bush will do the same thing. Uh, a contractor planted a bed of them. and so the, only, the only real difference is VIP grows more up 
Which means Lord Bruce grows more up and VIP grows more out. Okay. Well, the VIP is a little smaller flower, doesn't it? Yeah, it might be. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, um, but here, yeah. Here's the picture that Milton Oh, did. you took the... Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. As, as well as my printer could do it. And uh, well, one way to tell that uh, it's a VIP petunia is that uh, Milton took a close-up. And the pollen is blue. Oh, see the okay, pollen yeah. in there in the middle. What are those? Blue. What are those white streaks in the, through the floor? I don't know. I think my printer needs uh, cleaning. Be, yeah, I may have a problem. But yeah, okay. But uh, it's you see that blue pollen in there. So I want to do a bed like they have, and they they were saying comes back every year. If you plant one, <laughs> eventually you'll have a bed. Yeah, that's what that's kind of what they were saying. So they'll have to do that. Yours, I have, I yours, is, co- yours is coming back. Uh, Every year, doesn't it? Yeah, I volunteers sprinkle yeah, throughout yeah, the garden, yeah. but I want a more controlled thing because it really looks oh. good as a bed. Well, I, you, <laughs> you, you may as well forget it with that. My whole garden is out of control. Yeah. <laughs> My uh, the um, grandma's yellows are blooming. Good, yeah, and they look pretty. So, uh, yeah, but that's not what Laura wants. Laura is now look. We want one plant. Just stop buying dozens of plants and yeah. all different things. Just get one thing. Do you, do you tell her that we buy, uh, badger you into the... <laughs> yeah, oh, I could tell her you that. feel obligated. It's not true, yeah. but yeah, I could tell her that. Well, tell her what a good, jo- a good job it is that you do because you've had an experience with all those plants. That's true. Yeah, I want to do the Mystic Spire next. Bad that fat hummingbird back. I'm surprised he can fly. Now, I don't she, know if that's the same one. Yeah, she <laughs> and she... Was all also sampling the Salvia grigii and the pentas. Yeah. But she keeps coming back to the quarter weed. Yeah. And all visit, right. Visits every flower. We had a couple folks come in. They were interested in the uh, Japanese. I can't even say it. Okay. But uh, <laughs> otherwise known as the dwarf Japanese Akuba, Hosaba Hoshifu. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm, I'm, I think I sent that to uh, to Al. He may still have it. Al, tell me if you still have it. And so if people want to, to look online for a picture of it. But it's also known, at least for this weekend, as the Plants Plant of the, the Weekend. Thank you, Al. So, uh, you know, most everybody's familiar with Cuba. Uh, uh, the gold dust akuba, which is a, the big green leaf with the yellow freckles. Uh, this one is a shorter version. So the, the traditional one's four to five foot. This one's three to four foot. Great for shade. Uh, pretty cold tolerant. And uh, they are twenty nine ninety nine. and I think there's 15 left. I'm trying to see if I can find them. Um, yeah, they're, they're really cool looking. Um, now what happened to it? All right, it's here somewhere. But I'll send it to Al again. Oh, there it is. There it is. Dwarf Japanese Akuba. Ah, what happened to it? Okay. I'll find it and send it back to <laughs> That him. makes great radio, man. Yes, it does make great radio. <laughs> Milton looks for stuff online. Yeah. Uh, but it's cool-looking plant. And uh, what are some of the advantages, disadvantages, pros and cons? Uh, the leaves are a little smaller. Okay. Uh, it grows more compact, which uh, it's, so it's easier to control. And uh, it still gives you that yellow color in the shade, which, you know, there's not very many plants that bloom yellow for shade. And granted, this is not a bloom, but you're still getting the yellow in the leaf. And don't, it's, don't mean it, but a lot of people use that as a house plant? 
That, that's a gold dust. Oh, really? Croton. Do what? You're thinking of a croton. Oh, okay. There is a there is a tropical plant that looks identical that can't take cold. Okay. And it looks like it's got paint splashed all on it, so it's really kind of cool looking. Uh, it's got a unique look, in other words. Um, but yeah, I just sent it to Al. Dwarf Japanese Akuba Hashoba Hashifu. <laughs> Bless you. Thank you. Yeah. Ah, very good. Well, Dripline Steve was looking at it. We yeah, got, I think he was going to get one. Yeah, he had the. Uh, he was preparing a new uh, garden at Del Webb. It moved there, and he's uh, looking for the, something to to give it a distinctive look. And it's got. It's That'd got, be perfect. Yeah, it is. It's got some. It's kind of an got an energy to to it. It's got enough discipline to plant a, as a border around a patio or yeah. the background and the shade, but uh, it also is kind of live and uh, doesn't look like it's a fake plant. Yeah, some of those some of those that are deep shade. <laughs> All right, just send it to Al, so he's got it. But yeah, and so how much is it? They are twenty nine ninety nine. All right, and how, how many do we have? Fifteen uh, ish. Oh wow! Okay, well, if you uh, if you want one, then this one, then yeah, you really. I mean, where well, we had a hundred, you may not. No, no, no. You were talking about the uh, pink. That's the pink right away. Yeah, no, no. Where on that one, you may not want to call in right away. Just come when you get a chance. I'm gonna, I'm gonna smell <laughs> what he's been drinking. But with fifteen left, yeah, that's definitely one you may want to call, and uh, and have put aside. Um, so uh, call two one zero four nine seven three seven six zero. Which you said no, someone came in. Hey, uh, to look at it today. Yes. So, uh, yep, two one zero four nine seven three seven six zero. Cool. Trace, anything else? No, I think we're good. All right, then we're going to take a quick break. Well, all we do, give us a call two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Let's talk gardening with you this afternoon on a a nice uh, overcast uh, afternoon. Breezy, a little breeze. Yeah, it feels nice. A cool Just, breeze, despite what some folks say. Yeah. <laughs> Back in a moment on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. You know, one of the things Millburgers does to make sure that you and your whole family have a great gardening experience is they offer children's gardening classes. These are classes designed to help your kids understand the world of gardening, not just gardening, but also those things around gardening that make it more enjoyable. For instance, birds. That's why Millburgers is having their gardening class for children, their children's gardening class on the Birds of Prey. This is the last chance forever Birds of Prey exhibit, and it's absolutely amazing the birds they bring out. But your kids will learn about nature and about these wonderful, wonderful animals. To make your reservation, call 210-497-3760. 210-497-3760. Make your reservation. Or for more information, go to MillburgerNursery.com. In fact, MillburgerNursery.com is the place to go for all the events that are happening at Millburgers. And to find out what's on sale, that's MillburgerNursery.com. So you sit down and do your budget, and you look at all your monthly costs and your bills and your income, and it seems like there's never quite enough You know what would really help. Finding $500 a month to help balance things out. That is the typical savings. $500 a month for a family when you switch to MediShare for your health care. And when it comes to health care sharing ministries... 
MediShare is really the gold standard. It's been around for 25 years and has more than 400,000 members. It's been around so long and grown so much because it works. And whether you're single or married or have kids, this could make sitting down to do a monthly budget a lot more fun. $500 a month can more than cover a car payment or payback loans, whatever. So join MediShare and go out to dinner to celebrate. Here's the number to call. They are incredibly kind and helpful to talk to. 844-41-BIBLE. That's 844-41-BIBLE. 844-41-BIBLE. Lifestyles Unlimited is the real estate investor education and mentoring group that has been taking people by the hand and teaching them how to invest in real estate for over 28 years. Our students have been so successful at creating wealth and passive income that they have won local, state, and national investor of the year awards 12 of the last 12 years. It's easy to see why Think Realty Magazine named us the best in the U.S. If you're ready to add real estate to your portfolio, go to lifestylesunlimitedmap.com to access our free live training event schedule. Stillwater Camps in the Texas Hill Country are Christ-centered sports and adventure camps for children 5 through 18. Right now, listeners to 930 AM The Answer can give your child an unforgettable experience while growing closer to the Lord at Stillwater Camps Adventure Camp or Female Multi-Sports Camp. Valued at $595 each, right now you can get a scholarship to these camps in July for just $450 each. For information on dates, camps, and restrictions, go to the Marketplace page at 930amtheanswer.com. Back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Yesterday it was Saturday song, so today it's Sunday song from Al back at the station. Take a second to talk to you about Deck and Patio Care by Barry Hagendorf. I was trying to do the math. Uh, Barry has been doing this since 1985, so for more than 30 years he's been helping uh, residents and homeowners who have decks or patios get them looking new again, making them look great just like they did when they uh, they first got them. You know, there's so much joy in getting that deck and in sitting and enjoying it and uh, being out there and sharing that time with friends and family, but if you're embarrassed by it, if if it doesn't look good and you don't spend time out there, then it's it's a waste and it's uh, it's as easy as calling Deck and Patio Care to get it looking like new again, as Barry says. Uh, and he does a great job. He's affordable. You'll like him. He'll help you with it. He has lots of solutions for different challenges. Uh, if there's something he can't do, he'll find somebody who can for you. Uh, he can even help you with insurance issues and uh, kind of educate you if um, the hail we had, gosh, I guess it's been about a month and a half ago, uh, impacted that deck, uh, call him and, and talk to him about it. And if it's still able to help you, he sure will. Uh, it's Deck and Patio Care. I encourage you to go to deckandpatiocare.com, deckandpatiocare.com, uh, and uh, you can see the pictures, the before and after, learn more tips and advice, uh, testimonials, all that. Or give them a call, 210 822 9147, 822 9147 for Deck and Patio Care. All right, 210 308 8867, the number to call, 210 308 8867. Did you see the beautiful picture that Calvin had with his article yesterday, I didn't. yesterday's paper? Look at that. Oh. Isn't that beautiful? Is that the stink bug? No. What that, is that? Well, we don't know, Milton. 
We don't know. It's a leaf-footed bug. Oh. But we don't know if it's a stink bug or not. Oh. You remember I told Calvin? Well, yeah, we can just... I put out the call for people that uh, have leaf-footed bugs, which is mostly everybody. Yeah. Uh, but I never have squeezed one. Oh, on whether they see, smell? See if they stink a lot. Like yeah. This. Now, you, if you squeeze a, a true stink bug... Yeah. Uh, you know why they call them stink bugs. They got a nasty smell about them. But I don't know if these have that odor about them or not. I was trying to get Calvin to bring some since he says he's got the world supply out there. <laughs> I think so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> they're, they're, uh, Apparently they're having a convention at yeah. Calvin's house. Well, they kind of bring uh, the tomato. In my yard, at least, they're bringing the tomato production to it. Oh, and, and yeah. You know, the they just uh, the fruit isn't getting as large, and uh, yeah, it's kind of at the end. And they got a picture of the fr- damage, uh, the fruit, the damage on the fruit yeah. that can be caused. It's sometimes it's subtle, but as the season gets near the end, it gets less subtle. It gets real <laughs> speckle, speckled. Not as bad as the warty old stink bug. Yeah, damage, right. But, but still, kind of uh, yellow and red blotches yeah and uh and little the texture is a little uh, coarser than you would expect from your tomatoes that have been so wonderful to yeah early I, I don't know whether it's the stink bug or whether it's the hot weather that makes the skin tougher Every, everybody always complains at this time of the year the skin has gotten tough on their tomatoes well we it uh i mentioned this in the article that uh the uh, the the weather and the leaf footed bugs and stink bugs and yeah. uh, and our uh, spider mites all make it uh, kind of give emphasis to the fact that this is time getting really close to the time to pull your plants oh, right from the spring. That's a good observation too. Because they uh, what did you 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 made an observation a few years ago that. You're more likely to raise uh, spider mites and stink bugs than you are great, g- good tomatoes right. for the rest of the month. <laughs> and you can uh, don't be fooled by just a few green tomatoes on there. People say, well, I can't put my plants up, but they still got tomatoes. They're, they're crawling with spider mites, Milton, and, and stink, yeah. stink bugs are flying in uh, like airplanes. Yeah, look like the drones. Those leaf-footed bugs do (laughs) look like drones, and uh, but they won't. People won't pull them up, and Uh, that's a mistake because of the spider mites and uh, I imagine the stink, the uh, leaf-footed bugs, and everything else are increasing on your old plants. Right, and so you need to uh, get rid of their hatchery, so to speak. So that uh, you'd be clean for the fall. Yeah, I was wondering if there was an impact. Oh, yeah. Because y'all were talking about it yesterday, how the year is flying by, and pretty soon we're going to be talking about fall tomatoes. Yeah, in the month, next month. So if you, how long does it take that hatchery to go away? Well, it, it takes as long as it takes you to put them in the garbage. All right, so once you get them in the garbage, you're okay. <laughs> yeah, so. You get rid of the eggs and uh, yeah, some then, of the adults. And, and it's pretty important to be careful. You know, you don't you don't want to 
Oh, bang them, bang them on the side of your garden. Yeah, just, drop leaves. Yeah, stack, no. uh, stack them right next to the garden. <laughs> you want to get them, get them into that clean, without dropping spider mites. Uh, get it into that garbage sack, yeah. and don't put it in the the green recycling <laughs> uh, can either. Not the green one, or yeah, it's the yeah, it's, it's the, the green, green one. one. Yeah, why not? Why not? Well, because it'll uh, just uh, for the same reason that the spider mites. If you put it into your compost pile, yeah, it'll be, you'll have the spider mites all around the edge, and they recycle all that uh, material collected. Okay, so, all right. So there you got you. You put the you put the spider mites in the garbage. Sacks okay, they go to the garbage. Yeah, and they get buried. If you put them into the the recycling bin, yeah. they're like they probably won't get composted fully. They'll just be continue to do like they would in your compost pile. But it'll be out of the out of your garden, out uh, of your yard. Yeah, but it might be out of your garden, but it might be get back into the neighbor's garden. Oh, to hell with them. <laughs> or, or, uh, or one of the special that problem. One of the special projects. Uh, I just don't want the city to get angry at me. Uh, look at you threw away this perfectly good uh, compostable material into the trash. But I'll tell him you said so. Now, Kevin got a good picture of uh, leaf-footed bugs. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, we still uh, need some of our listeners who have still have leaf-footed bugs. You have to go out and catch a few, and then squeeze them. You have to test them, and then and then uh, smell uh, smell your fingers. Okay, and see if they stink. And then may, try to don't allow somebody to see you, so they think you're weird. Because <laughs> they're they're in the same family, I think, as the stink bugs. Oh yeah. Um, they're they're. Uh, you kind of fly off when you get near them, but they, they're they not real discreet. They run right into you and, uh, yeah. and sometimes don't even fly. Have you, fly, you, know, have you used the dry vac method yet? No, you said last week you were going to get us just a dry vac only for the stink bugs. A, ten- a tennis racket. That'll, uh, yeah, that'll a badminton racket. Bad them. Except they uh, kind of hide in there. They don't, you know, yeah. smack in your plants, too. <laughs> Yeah, Kevin really developed a phobia about these uh, oh, yeah, leaf-footed bugs. Yeah, yeah, they've been really severe this year. They've impacted Well, the them. difference was, you know, in the past, I didn't hesitate to uh, spray my tomatoes or peaches with uh, Malathion or 7. Yeah. And that t- generally took care of the leaf-footed bugs. But now with I, I planted a lot of the butterfly plants right, there in, you go. right in the citrus beds, you know. Or porter weed under the peach trees and mm-hmm. that kind of thing, so it uh, kind of defeats the purpose if you're spraying the uh, peaches and uh, and the porter weed and the zinnias and everything else gets sprayed. Yeah, don't want my butterflies to be <laughs> uh, wiped out or even reduced. <laughs> All right, you got to make these choices, I guess. Yeah, in your it's tough choices. Yeah. The thing about the leaf-footed bugs too is that they, they're, uh, they don't get as involved until late, late in the harvest. So you don't always, you don't get quite the severe damage that you do in stink bugs. Right. 
Yeah, if you get stink bugs that latch onto your pe- <laughs> peaches or tomatoes when they're developing, uh, they they really uh, get get to be und- undesirable in terms of texture and appearance. Yeah. Uh, their their egg they lay eggs in a strange pattern on the bottom of the leaves. So if you can find those uh, uh, groups of uh, eggs that they lay. Uh, you can take that leaf off and destroy it, and you destroy some of the life cycle. But uh, most of the time, by this time of the year, uh, the leaves are so thick you can't <laughs> you can't find those uh, egg egg laying uh, spots. Now, one the one one thing I noticed in Calvin's article, he didn't have a picture of spider mites. You did a good write-up on spider mites, but no pictures, Calvin. You know, I rely on... Because uh, they're mighty small. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> just walk right into that. But we have pictures on plantanswers.com. I'm not sure about the spider or the, uh, the leaf-footed bugs, but something stinks. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yes. Maybe that's a good one. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> On PlantAnswer.com. It's not even Father's Day. <laughs> <laughs> Under Topics of the Month in red, red uh, to the right of the of your, on your screen, uh, it's like it says spider mites recognizing their damage, and Calvin kind of uh, mentioned their damage, and uh, we've got pictures, uh, lots of pictures of uh, of spider mites, and uh, uh, shows the damage that they can do. Uh, the leaf leaf footed bug is more obvious. I mean, it's pretty big, but these spider mites, they're kind of you de- you detect the symptoms before you see the mites because they're so small. So uh, look at those pictures. And it all just kind of leads to if we're at the end of the season. Yeah, well. Get ready. They, uh, I think Calvin said in an article that they, at this time of the year when the heat's on, when it gets hot, spider mites double their population every three days. Yeah, and, we, uh, could, we couldn't hardly... Keep from uh, learning that because you say it every <laughs> every three days. And then, uh, every every uh, every uh, uh, it, it, oh yeah, we don't have a, every, the spider mites are not an insect; they're a mite, and uh, so the, a lot of our insecticides, seven and malathion, even though I think. They've got spider mites on the list, on the label of uh, malathion, but uh, I've never seen it control them. We used to have a product called Kelthane. That worked. Which was specifically for spider mites. And uh, they've taken it off the market because it it works so well. You know why it worked so well, Milton? Cat spider mites. They're mighty small. No. Oh. <laughs> it worked mighty well. Man. Oh, <laughs> I should have thought about that. But uh, the, the word is uh, that they they found some uh, remnants of uh, DDT in that kale thing. Really? That's why they had to take it off the huh. market. That's too bad. 
It but worked. it worked. Yeah, it did work. I don't know whether the Calthane worked or the DDT worked, but uh, whatever it was, it worked. But, I found uh, a, a video online. What? Life cycle of spider mite. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I'll send it to you. <laughs> you can watch it. Yeah, we'll we'll put it on. Uh, yeah, link up to it. What, they show pictures? Uh, I don't have to watch it. but uh, Well, yeah. No. I hope it's say show pictures if there's a video. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But, it's, uh, it's the radio where they don't show pictures. No, oh, that's right. Okay. That's correct. We don't show pictures. <laughs> but I'll send it to you. Okay, good. Well, and there's our giant swallowtail there. Oh, yeah. Gosh, our two two faithful uh, pollinators have been here today. So 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. We're going to take a break. You give us a call. Let's talk gardening with you at 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. You know, one of the things Millburgers does to make sure that you and your whole family have a great gardening experience is they offer children's gardening classes. These are classes designed to help your kids understand the world of gardening, not just gardening, but also those things around gardening that make it more enjoyable. For instance, birds. That's why Millburgers is having their gardening class for children, their children's gardening class on the Birds of Prey. This is the last chance forever Birds of Prey exhibit, and it's absolutely amazing the birds they bring out. But your kids will learn about nature and about these wonderful, wonderful animals. To make your reservation, call 210-497-3760. 210-497-3760. Make your reservation. Or for more information, go to MillburgerNursery.com. In fact, MillburgerNursery.com is the place to go for all the events that are happening at Millburgers. And to find out what's on sale, that's MillburgerNursery.com. Once upon a time, many years ago, customers would find your business with this big, thick book full of phone numbers and competitors' phone numbers. It was a heavy cumbersome, yellowish-looking thing. I believe they called it a phone book. You'd place your ad in the book and hope customers would call. Hello? We've come a long way. Now, there's Salem Surround. We help deliver customers right to your front door with targeted digital marketing. These are the tools of the 21st century smart businesses use to succeed. And our team at Salem Surround can guide you through all the available options with the expertise to manage all your digital marketing under one roof so you can spend time taking care of your customers. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and some great ideas to increase your online visibility and revenue. With Salem Surround, there are no limitations on how and and where you can reach customers. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more at SurroundSanAntonio.com. SurroundSanAntonio.com. Connecting you with new customers. Topper Wine Road runs from Comanche Lookout Park off Nacogdoches to Gibbs Sprawl in Converse. The San Antonio story of Adolph Topper Wine. After this. Spring is here at Countywide Service Company. Our technicians are ready to evaluate your system and ductwork, making sure you're ready for the Texas heat. Our partnership with American Standard allows very affordable options for your needs. American Standard, a trusted brand and countywide service company, cooling Bear County for over 50 years. 
call 210-732-9772. License number TACLA 28066E. Born in Bernie in 1869, Ad Topperwine toured the country as an expert marksman and sharpshooter with his wife, Plinky, whom he met at the Winchester Repeating Arms Company. Crowds cried fake when he shot through the middle of washers thrown in the air. But that's when Topper Wine would show them that the untossed washer holes were all covered with paper. I'm Sonny Melendrez. I want a Sunday kind of love. A love to last past Saturday night. And I'd like to know It's more than love at first sight And I want a Sunday kind of love And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Sunday songs is what Al back at the station is putting on the air. Take a second to talk to you about Spider-Man termite and pest control. Uh, If you're worried about termites, if you're getting ready to... uh, uh, Calvin uh, was talking about termites and the other day and having Spider-Man make sure that you uh, you don't have them or if you do, help you get rid of them. Uh, they do a great job with that. So we generally focus on like wildlife or we focus on ants or roaches. Uh, but remember, if you've got like mosquitoes too or termites or you're worried about termites, make sure you got Spider-Man on your side. They'll not only come and take care of the problem, but they'll help you to set up your environment so that it avoids the problem coming back. So like if you've got roaches coming in uh, weep holes or if you've got ants coming in someplace else or from another yard, they'll help you with those as well. Uh, Give them a call. You won't be disappointed. Uh, 210-656-3721. 656-3721. They have been your web of protection since 1976, so over 40 years. That's Spider-Man, Termite, and Pest Control. Online, GoSpiderManPest.com. GoSpiderManPest.com. All right. Yep, yep. What? 210 <laughs> 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. I was just looking through uh, uh, Niels Berry's uh, question and answers from yesterday's paper. And uh, I had to, I had to laugh at one of the questions he got. Uh, he, somebody wrote in and said that they uh, saw a story about uh, the new new product that they've got to uh, treat uh, take all root rot with, and uh, the product will stop its spread. And uh, the the. The person says the disease only seems to be showing up on the St. Augustine I have in the shade. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And that product didn't help. What else can I try? Sun. (laughs) And and Neil answers him, says, you're misidentifying the cause of your problem. Take all root rot shows up in all kinds of lighting, sun and shade alike. A failure to, of growing St. Augustine in shaded area is the most common question I get out of all of the thousands of questions I'm asked. Hmm. Is, uh, is how to, how to, what's wrong with the St. Augustine in the shade? 
St. Augustine requires a minimum of six to eight hours of direct sunlight daily during the growing season to thrive. Uh, uh, many people have the mistaken idea that it must have shade. That it must have shade. The acid test is to look at the thinning area. If the grass gets thinner the further you go in toward the trunk of the tree, then the issue is shade, not disease. Uh, that's a good point. But the way I tell mine, thinning, the way I tell mine, thinning, uh, I tell mine thinning, is the horse herb grows in yeah. those areas, too. Well, you get, it's, a, it's a little more complex than that, though, too, because if you, if you go... If you go into the deeper shade, it gets thinner. But if you go out to the edge, if you've got that real thin soil like most of our neighborhoods, well, then you get into the horse herb kind of, and we're in the full sun. Uh, San Augustine grass doesn't always prosper in the full sun either. So you, sometimes you've got the a nice ring of San Augustine <laughs> in in your shade as long as there's six to eight hours of the sun. Yeah, yeah. So you got the you know it'd be it's kind of easy to say what is it too much shade or too much sun and it could be either. Yeah. Uh, if there's no soil there. Yeah. When it dries out and yeah. it thins out. That's what that's what's happened in my yard along the. Uh, driveway and uh, adjoining the driveway and and the rock walkways the sidewalk uh, it's thin down now I've still got some grass there but uh, it's thin along the, along where that soil draw, dries out along the yeah, edges if you, have, if you have real wet period uh, it'll thicken up a little right. bit but then when we get our usual droughty weather then it's back and that uh, that area that's thinned out is where my horse herb is coming in there and taking over. Thank goodness. That St. Augustine doesn't bloom, Milton. No, so. But the horse herb does. It has no. a beautiful yellow bloom on it. Sounds he's, lovely. Uh, he's got a great imagination. <laughs> he's, uh, so someday this, this is going to be the sustainable summer. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it, it, uh, that it's not a good summer, uh, oh, Spring? I don't know what wood we'd use in the summer for weed or weedy-covered area. Yeah, just, uh, <laughs> well, the good, good news is that it does respond pretty quickly if it yeah, if we get uh, a rainy air, you know. Yeah. Like in June, if we get normal rain in June, it's it's in place. July and August, September, you're... That's the no. tough, toughest time to have it. And, again, I have seen yards in our neighborhood who have nothing but it, as far as I can yeah. tell. And it looks good. <laughs> well, and it mows. Not even the bloom part of it. Just it, it looks <laughs> good. It mows well, too. Yeah. That, but I, I t- you know what I take care of my deeply shaded areas with? No. And it doesn't, doesn't require water, even in droughtiest periods, it stays green. Oak sprouts. Oh, wow! I mow my oak sprouts, and they have the green leaves that reappear amongst the grass. Uh, stays green even in the driest of weather. Hmm. It's a diverse 
<laughs> yes, it is. Lands, it landscape. I can't do, any, I can't do anything about either one of them, so I might as well learn a yeah, little. Learn to well, Neil made a point there, too, about... Uh, yeah, well, you know, you know, you got, you do have a choice. If you got too much shade, you could reduce those trees. But <laughs> mo- most of us in South Texas will do not. Yeah, we don't we get rid a, of our trees. Yeah, yeah, we'd rather do without lawn grass than do without <laughs> shade. Said switch over to shade tolerant ground cover. Uh, in my dense, densely uh, shaded area, uh, Asian jasmine has uh creeped out from the from the bed it was uh-huh. in and uh it's taken over I, I mow it mow it every time we mow the grass and it stays low and yeah. covers the ground well and there's a lot uh, the uh, king william area you know it's all yeah tall trees and shaded yeah, they, they really do a nice job of using those shade tolerant ground covers. If you park anywhere to go to someplace in King William and you park on the neighborhood, you can't walk but a couple blocks and see the houses with all that. And it really is fascinating. Yeah, kind of layers. You're and, like going, oh wow, this is cool. Yeah, because clearly they they don't have any more. I, I guess it wouldn't be. It's not the best place to play soccer or to no, putt, but, putt your golfing. Oh. Oh, is that the pink one? Yeah. Very cool. You should post that on your Facebook page. It's a dark pink. Oh, maybe not. I don't know. You're giving me a funny look. Oh, okay. Yeah, the gardener. <laughs> I remember last fall, the gardeners that saw it really liked that color. It was, yeah. It was a real distinctive color. But it, and it was kind of, but it, that, Trace, the, the issue was it was kind of at the end of the bloom period. Yeah, right. Trace was showing us a picture of the pink, the pink pride of Barbados. I did better that time. Yeah. Yeah. You keep practicing. So that, Trace is going to find a way to post it on Facebook. Yeah. He's, let's see if he hears me yet. Hold on. Take him a second. Nope. He's still walking. So oh, I uh, thought he was going to flip you the bird. Yeah, I know. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free. It's 866-308-8867. Yeah, but if you're looking for a unique plant, uh, come by and check this out. He's got them in the uh, the one gallon containers, I think, for nine ninety nine. Does that sound right? Yeah, right. Cool. And uh, check out the uh, the Mystic Spires. I might have to get one before I leave. Yeah, you better. I, I know gonna, we're running out of them, uh, which is a great problem. But you snooze, you lose on some of these things. And uh, the, the Salvia gregii, this, this selection Bless of you. Bless you. selection and colors of the Salvia gregii is the best we've seen it this year. This is really some spectacular looking plants there. That uh, What was that color he called? Magenta? Yes, I yeah. think it was magenta. Yeah. Which is uh, kind of a, Similar. Med- a metallic pink, I guess. Yeah, there you go. But not maroon. No. No. Just, just making sure everybody's on the same page. So 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. What else you got over there? Uh, we got a question in to Plant Answers. Uh, said, I have a climbing Martha Gonzalez. Climbing Martha Gonzalez? Yeah, hmm. I, I think uh, Greg found that. Huh. That I've had for about 12 years. I don't know if it's... I don't like where it's at, and I've tried to kill it several times. 
But of course, it keeps returning <laughs> because it's an on-route plant. This year, it is blooming pink flowers. Didn't you have one that was blooming uh, different color flower? Martha. Oh, I had the um, not a Martha. The, the knockout that was blooming red and pink. Right. Along with the red. Why would it be doing oh, this? Oh, it's blooming. Okay, same same issue. All it's right. blooming pink flowers along with the red. Uh, I, I, uh, if you wish, uh, then Calvin said, I mean, um, Neil. N- uh, no. No? Uh, Ca- uh, uh, Miller. <laughs> Forrest Appleton wrote back and said, I do not know why it has pink flowers. Okay. Because Martha Gonzalez normally have red flowers. Blood red flowers. Yeah. I'd, I've never seen a pink Martha Gonzalez. Well, and I've, I, that's why I kind of reacted to the climber, too, because I've never seen much variation there. So yeah, they've got a climber. Yeah. Because they, that's one of the advantages of using it is because you, you can use yeah. it in landscape situations where they're kind of uh, limited yeah, dis- you need a disciplined rose. Yeah. Uh, most most varieties of pepper, if you will look at them real close or watch them real close, they will sport a climbing form. Uh, Greg found a, uh, a climbing uh, Belinda's Dream. I know. I was going to ask you about that, but I was scared. Yeah. <laughs> How's that doing? If you go to Greg's... Uh, is it on the website? Was it on the cover of one of the books or something? Right, right, right. Well, on a tr- on a uh, arbor, uh, yeah, kind of a overhang arbor. Uh, but uh, it's thorny. The it's a lot thornier than the bush uh, Belinda dream, and uh, it's a rapid grower, rapid grower. You said it wasn't quite as a big a bloomer either. No. Yeah. We had uh, we had some at the greenhouse. Greg, Greg gave us some plants of that at the greenhouse, and uh, we finally had to cut it down. I mean, it took wow. half of the greenhouse. Oh my gosh! So and, it's a vigorous grower. And did it bloom? Yeah. Okay. It got, a, it got the regular bloom of uh, of uh, wow. the industry. Hey, let's take a quick break while we do. Give us a call, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. We'll get you caught up with the news. Don't forget that uh, you can find out more about uh, the upcoming Birds of Prey demonstration next Saturday from 10 to 11 by going to millburgernursery.com, millburgernursery.com. More in a moment on 930 a.m. This is The Answer. We're back with Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, the phone number to be a part of the show is 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More folks out here now that uh, the day has gone by, but again, it's a... It's a nice breezy day, overcast, so there's not a, a big sun beating down on you. And uh, there's lots of beautiful color here, lots of things to choose from. You can check out the pink pride of Barbados that 
they've got here if you're looking for something different. Uh, you can also check out the uh, Mystic Spires that we've uh, they purposely put over there, so we keep talking about them because they look so nice. <laughs> Daylilies we haven't mentioned. No, yeah, Calvin's got to stare at the daylilies. Yeah, they're they're very attractive. We uh, don't use daylilies as much as we should. Of course, you don't you want don't want to use them in deer country. We had to drag Jerry away. You see how there's less blooms on some of those now than there were. Yeah. Oh, yesterday oh, he, yeah. he, he spray, was trying to leave. Made he, me hungry. He was chewing yeah, on. he sprays them with the liquid fence on there, so Jerry wouldn't. <laughs> it won't eat the flowers. I'm not sure that, that might work. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to test it. Is this flower parson resistant? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, uh, well, the, the 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 flower only lasts one day. Yeah, so, so they might well eat it. And they're good. That's what you told us. We believe you. The yeah, sweeter, the, sure the more fragrant they are, the sweeter the bloom. There's lots of uh, um, dwarf Ferrelia over there too, dwarf Mexican petunia, both the pink and the la- and the purple. I think they're for sale too. Yeah, or, on or, sale. On sale, yeah. Gosh, they're yeah, they're a, a versatile plant for full sun or shade, and uh, don't take they don't take over the yard, but they produce. Do a nice ground cover. No, oh, yeah. Fill fill up enough. They're aggressive enough that they fill the space, and uh, some bloom in the sh- deep shade, but yeah, bloom better in the sun. Of and they're pretty drought tolerant. Yeah, I mean you can dry them down. Yeah. Interesting thing about that plant, it's drought tolerant, and it's also wet tolerant. Is it? In other words, uh, they sell uh, a lot of times Virelia. In Oklahoma, especially, they sell it as an aquatic plant. So it'll grow in standing water. Wow, really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. So they're great to use around uh, water features and things like that. But uh, they can also tolerate the, the drought. Um, we've got a question in. Um, is there anything you can put fly, put in flower pots outside to discourage squirrels? Oh. And even some birds from constantly digging around them. And the forest writes back, there are many products which claim to repel squirrels. <laughs> I've had good results using one named... Liquid yeah, thing. Go for it. Liquid fence. Squirrel, no, squirrel repellent. Oh, wow. <laughs> I've not seen squirrel repellent. You can also put something like chicken wire cut to your fit your containers in the top of the soil, and this will deter them from digging there. They don't like to get there. Sure. And, and a, lot, a lot of people do that for cats. Yeah. In, in flower beds. We've talked about that, too, or the lava rock. Yeah, yeah, lava rock. Hurts their little their little paws that they did while they digging. Yeah, but anyway, people got mothballs don't work, so forget that. No, that's an old old remedy. Makes okay. a big difference. Encourage those uh, red-tailed hawks to hang out. I noticed that with with our attention we've had from the red-tailed hawks, uh, the martins put up with them, but. Uh, I have hardly it's, see any squirrels. Really? I'm sure. I, you know, I don't. I don't think they've harvested most of the squirrels. But the squirrels are discreet when they're, the hawks are around. They're just. <laughs> I don't see them any, any place getting near the feeders or in in the uh, garden. 
They don't. They don't want to take a chance on uh, getting caught by that yeah. tail hawk. Well, that's how it looks the, from the picture you showed us. The the hawks are just sitting there waiting for one squirrel to go. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I can yeah. make this. I saw one uh, this morning, and I couldn't tell if it had a. It was about starling size. I couldn't tell if it was a rat or starling that it, that it had caught and was yeah. took up to uh, top of a tree to feed on. So I was glad either one of those. Um, they're welcome to them, starlings, rats. Rats from your yard? Oh yeah. <laughs> Does your wife know about this? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Her. I thought. The Spider-Man came out there and deratted you there for a well, while. I think they, they have fewer rats. They, 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 <laughs> yeah, it is a, it's an ongoing process. Now you know. you're using a natural selection. When you, yeah. yeah, they've well. hired the, they're using Spider-Man and the red tail hawk. <laughs> when you have uh, uh active garden, vegetable garden, and uh, bird feeding. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, every... About three times a year, the Spider-Man person says, you know, if you you'd have less problem if you didn't feed those birds. Yeah, yeah, you have to follow the advice uh, or be willing I say, to. Yeah. Just, just let me sign that. Check, <laughs> you know. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Got a question in. Something is digging a hole near the root of a tree in my backyard. The hole is about an inch in diameter, and it's quite deep, eight inches or so. I've got I guess. filled it back in twice, and each time it's taken almost a cubic foot of dirt. That's, that's, a, that's a lot. <laughs> I, I, I think he overestimated that. What is doing this, and how do I deal with it without harming our two dogs. What do you think that is, Calvin? I got two guesses. Uh, uh, I mean, in, in my yard, the first thing I'd suspect was uh, uh, tarantula. Tarantula? Yeah. Okay. That, uh, we didn't fart yeah, they, 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 on that. Yeah, they dig, they, they'll dig oh, edges of fences and round trees. But the other, the most likely thing, uh, cicadia killer. That's what... That's what forests yeah, uh, cuz they're answered. And they're they're quite interesting too. They and I'm, I'm sure forests have seen this. They they uh have little battles with dog, the uh. dogs. <laughs> they kind of ignore people. They seem to ignore yeah, people. Yeah, they usually the scarpy. It looks like a giant yellow jacket. Yeah, well it's yeah, they, it's and, yellow. And they're bold. Yeah. Well, they got to, I always think of them as more red than yellow, but they're and they're slow moving, yeah, and, and they don't uh, scare <laughs> easy. <laughs> and uh, well, there's always a discussion: Will a cicada killer sting? In a pinch. In a pinch. Mm. That's that's what I think Molly Clack wrote about. Yeah, yeah. that uh, they they don't aggressively sting like a wasp mm. does. After dog, they scare people. Yeah, for the terrier, little terrier. That digs digs in their holes. They, mm. I suspect, there sometimes they get. Some. Yeah, and they look like they got a pretty big stinger. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. We've told you about some of the things that are on sale here. Let me go through the list of them so you know uh, what kind of savings you'll find here at the nurseries. We mentioned zinnias. 
Uh, Texas superstar. Uh, Isn't it too late to plant zinnias? Uh, not according to Calvin. It's never too late. To never plant. too late to plant zinnias. <laughs> Calvin, of course, recently hired by the Zinnia Council. Uh. I wonder if there is a Zinnia Council. I imagine there probably is. I'll look that up online. Uh, Four-inch pot, now 98 cents each, and they they look great in mass. There's a picture of them, kind of, and it almost looks like a sea of, uh, of floating flowers. It's nice. Mexican Dwarf Petunia, we were talking about that a minute ago. That's 488 in the one-gallon container. Mexican Bird of Paradise, the uh, orange. Uh, the, attracts butterflies and hummingbirds in the three gallon for 1988. Uh, Theralis, uh, showers of gold, and the, the, this Texas superstar on sale in the three gallon for 1488. Uh, Salvias, Victoria Blue, Mystic Spires, and May Night. One gallon container uh, is just 488. Crepe Myrtles in the three and the five gallon container for just 1888. And Millburgers Natural Lawn and Garden Fertilizer with Mycorrhizal Fungi. Oh, you forgot to ask Tracer a question. A uh, 30 pound bag covers up to 3,000 square feet, now just 1988. So uh, you can go to com to learn more about these. That's com, And on that page, too, you'll see that on Saturday, June 29th, the last chance forever, Birds of Prey demonstration is coming up as well. That's the next Saturday. From 10 to 11. And so are they supposed to call in and reserve a spot? Yeah, it's best to do on that one. 210-497-3760. Call and reserve your spot for that. There is no fee. There's no charge for it. It's free. But uh, they like to know the numbers uh, so uh, they can plan for it. 210-497-3760. We got a question in. Uh, Milton. Mm Mm-hmm. It says, uh, my tomato plant leaves are covered with small specks. The leaves are starting to turn lighter toward yellow. Hmm. What can it be, and how can it be controlled? I've gotten lots of blooms and have dozens of tomatoes various sizes. Spider mites. Look at you go. (laughs) Well, I've, I've been I thought there. I'd trick you. I've been there and done that. <laughs> I don't need to have you all say, throw it away. It's spider mites. Yep. Uh, and then we always have the question at this time of the year uh, where people, uh, the, the uh, shoulders of the tomatoes are kind of turning translucent or, or whitish. Tomatoes have shoulders? Yeah. Tops. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> That's kind of what I figured. I just wasn't sure. Yeah. Uh, what's, what's the bottom of a tomato called? <laughs> the butt. Is that right? Uh, <laughs> go ahead and ask somewhere else, Milton. <laughs> blossom <laughs> ends. The blossom end, I see. The, yeah. The, the tushy. Butt end rot. Hadn't you ever heard of that? I haven't heard that. Change. Yeah. Change. Now I know. Finish the yeah. <laughs> before you go to I'm the right Neil Sperry and ask him. <laughs> tell him that. Uh, but uh, somebody, uh, we took some pictures of it. Of uh, questions with photos index, uh, and, and it's. Uh, I wrote it back. Uh, I had those same blisters and translucent areas on the shoulder on my shoulders when I exposed my lily white body. To the burning rays of the sun. Mm-hmm. Your tomato shoulders have cooked and sunburned. 
That, they're still edible. I mean, you know, they just cooked. The tomato will ripen normally most of the time and burn places will not peel or look nearly as bad as my lily white body <laughs> turned lobster red. It won't hurt as bad either. Oh, my gosh. And you included the picture of yeah. your lily white body. Yeah, that's me at the <laughs> bottom there. So uh, we got some pictures of sunburned tomatoes. That's why when we're evaluating tomato varieties, yeah, uh, foliage is one of the big things, especially at this time of the year. Sure. Tomatoes seem to sunburn more in the spring than they do in the, in the fall. I guess the sun is getting lower or something. But uh, we see more, more, more damage in the, in the spring. And uh, that's why I tell people, when you're growing tomatoes, if you walk out there and you can see all the tomatoes, you know, makes good a picture, uh-huh. uh, you're in trouble. Yeah. Because the, the tomatoes are going to sunburn. And the birds find them, too. Yeah, oh, the birds okay. find them, too. So that's one of the main things that we look for when we're choosing the, uh, the next rodeo tomato. Which we have already done this year. Did you grow peppers, Calvin? Do I remember you picked up oh, a yeah. real they green sun, gold? They sunburned, too. Oh, wow. Yeah, but yeah, we How harvested. I had to always grow some jalapenos for uh, Judy's brother from South Africa, and uh, we harvested those and used them. And the banana peppers... Harvested a few banana peppers. Did you do the Rio Grande Gold? Or no, that, not this year? No, not this year. Okay. I was just wondering. We had the one the the one batch, but that was it. Yeah, well, we still got, we still got uh, July and August, even September, good pepper. Oh, good. Lots, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so the, the peppers took it on the chin a little bit from uh, thrips and... What else did we have? Some viruses, even, not that we... Yeah. yeah we there, had some collars, yeah. That, that's what... Uh, Benvillian, our pepper breeder and, uh, and virologist in the Rio Grande Valley around Westaco, that's what his whole breeding program was about, was finding uh, uh, virus-free pepper, vi- uh, virus-resistant pepper. And uh, he did that throughout his career. Uh, Rio Grande Gold is one of his peppers. Oh, okay. But uh, what he found uh, it was that uh, uh, he, he, he bred for resistance to four viruses, and there's five in, in, or more in Texas. Oh. And uh, <laughs> it was interesting, uh, sort, of, sort of the same way with tomatoes, uh, the viruses, that we have on tomatoes, and when I when I took a little trip down to Mexico to consult with some uh, tomato growers down there, they were asking, "What do you guys do about the viruses?" They wanted the same information. They they thought we had solved that problem, well, but we have not. So uh, they're they're problems. The viruses are problems. But uh, like Kevin says, uh, if you have if you planted peppers and you they, you didn't they didn't yield much or you planted them late or whatever, 
usually they don't get the spider mites. Yeah, I, I, you very seldom see spider mites on pepper. But uh, keep them keep them healthy and watered uh, during the summer, and they will have peppers this fall yeah. again. Yeah, they're starting to perk up a bit. I always find, too, that they do, do better in uh, containers in the big whiskey, half-whiskey barrels than they do in the raised bed gardens. I guess, I guess the peppers that, do? Yeah, at least in my landscape. Part of that is a better job of weeding and uh, uh, well, just just the uh, pressure from cut uh, cut worms and other things in in a container are much less than they are in the raised bed garden. But yep. yeah, so uh, if you haven't had great performance, uh, you still got you still got three months. So keep keep them watered, keep them weeded too, and uh, they'll they'll start producing soon. All right, we're going to take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll free, it's 866-308-8867. We've got more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. I'm Milton Glick, and this is 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. You know, one of the things Millburgers does to make sure that you and your whole family have a great gardening experience is they offer children's gardening classes. These are classes designed to help your kids understand the world of gardening, not just gardening, but also those things around gardening that make it more enjoyable. For instance, birds. That's why Millburgers is having their gardening class for children, their children's gardening class, on the Birds of Prey. This is the last chance forever Birds of Prey exhibit, and it's absolutely amazing the birds they bring out. But your kids will learn about nature and about these wonderful, wonderful animals. To make your reservation, call 210-497-3760. 210-497-3760. Make your reservation. Or for more information, go to millburgernursery.com. In fact, millburgernursery.com is the place to go for all the events that are happening at Millburgers. And to find out what's on sale, that's millburgernursery.com. We're surrounded by noise. Order today. Bombarded by information. Messages struggling to get attention. So many choices and ways to reach customers. Your message needs to cut through and stand out. Today's technology can do that, but you need the resources and know-how to make it all work. You need Salem Surround. With all the digital marketing tools available and necessary to compete in today's business world, you need to know how to use all the options efficiently. Our team at Salem Surround has the expertise to manage all your digital marketing under one roof. We know digital marketing and how to deliver customers so you can run your business. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and some great ideas to increase your online visibility and revenue. For no limitations on how and where you can reach customers, there's Salem Surround. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more at SurroundSanAntonio.com. SurroundSanAntonio.com. Connecting you with new customers. Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. We respond to your emergency. Stat. 
This is Larry Elder, and no matter what kind of plumbing problem you're experiencing, Texas Plumbing Diagnostics and their technicians have the skill set and dedication to bring your home back into ship-shape condition. And you'll love their flat-rate pricing for standard repairs. Call Dixie Bishop. She's passionate about serving you when you have a plumbing problem. Whether it's a water heater, water leak, or clogged drain line, Texas Plumbing Diagnostics respond to your emergency stat. God bless Texas and Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. And here's Dixie Bishop. At Texas Plumbing Diagnostics, we'll find your plumbing problem and we'll fix your problem. Call 210-698-9790 or find us at tpdtx.com for Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. Texas Plumbing Diagnostics, we respond to your emergency stack. Stillwater Camps in the Texas Hill Country are Christ-centered sports and adventure camps for children 5 through 18. Right now, listeners to 930 AM, The Answer can give your child an unforgettable experience while growing closer to the Lord at Stillwater Camps Adventure Camp or Female Multi-Sports Camp. Valued at $595 each, right now you can get a scholarship to these camps in July for just $450 each. For information on dates, camps, and restrictions, go to the Marketplace page at 930amtheanswer.com. GTG, BRB, OMW, be there in a few. You may think that these kinds of texts are fine because of their length, and you can easily send them at a stoplight. But no, answering one text can take your attention away from the road for five seconds. And traveling at 55 miles an hour, that's enough time to travel the length of a football field. Make good decisions. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Project Yellow Light. Noise and the Ad Council. Back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. We're live at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. It's absolutely a beautiful day here. Uh, and the sun is now beginning to peek through the clouds, burning off a little Uh-oh. bit. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Kevin, go get hot. Yeah, I know. He was, he was already hot before. He was uncomfortable. So. I'm just amazed that... Yeah, Milton can with a straight face say, "What a beautiful day!" Uh, you know, it's always it's only, a beautiful day. Only not going to be ninety days feel uh, ninety degrees feel like ninety five degrees. It could have been could could be worse. Could be raining. Yeah. Well, in the words of the young that, Frankenstein and the uh, whatever. Yeah. But could uh, be better. Could be raining. Cool. Yeah. Uh, and actually, it's interesting. I'll get, I'll pull up the forecast. It looks like we've got twenty to thirty percent chance of showers. All the way from this evening through Tuesday evening. Yeah, well, there's some th- thunderstorms expected mm-hmm. to sneak. That'll uh, run out hot temperatures, Milton. I know. Well, make them steam. Some, yeah. There you go. Some people here don't find them as lovely. But they're, as I but do. they're only. It's only thirty percent. Yeah. Well, this is according to weather.gov. Let's see what the uh, the forecast is. 
Monday night, 30% chance of thunderstorms. Well, let's go to tonight. Tonight, 30% chance of thunderstorms. Monday, uh, 30% chance of thunderstorms. 40% chance Monday night. Uh, 30% chance Tuesday. Uh, 30% chance on Tuesday night. All of them say thunderstorms. Mostly sunny on Wednesday, and uh, it looks like it's clear. Uh, partly cloudy, uh, rather, on Wednesday night and sunny again on Thursday. What kind of high temps? Uh, let's see. Uh, which day you want? So highs uh, in the lower 90s all through the week. Okay. Lows in the mid to low 70s. All right, 210-308-8867. James is on the line. Hey there, James. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? Just fine. How y'all guys doing? Good, man. What's going on? Hey, listen, I was fortunate enough, I went, I attended the, uh, the talk, the seminar, if you will, that Mark Fannett gave on Monday over at the Garden Center, and I was fortunate enough to walk away with the door prize. All the right. Purple Heart, it's a Purple Heart pomegranate, which I just, uh, over the break, in reality, just potted up into uh, about a three-gallon can, because it was root-bound, in a one-gallon can. Uh, I don't know anything, I'm... I don't know anything about pomegranates other than they're supposed to be good, really good for you health-wise. Uh, I want to plant it in the ground this fall. I don't know how big they get, and uh, and I just need some general advice. And is it worth uh, if I want to juice the fruit or eat the fruit? Is it worth it, or is it is it worthwhile for that purpose, or is it just ornamental? Oh no, it's worthwhile. <laughs> I, I mean, it, okay. there's a lot, a lot of people. A lot of people don't think. Especially for roughage. Yeah, but a lot of people don't think it tastes well. It tastes good. It's potent, uh, but you know, it's it's uh, the nutritional level is very high, and so it's al- always uh, desirable in terms of being a part of a healthy diet. So I think it's worthwhile. I don't know that particular. Oh yeah, that's that's selection. More, that's is, that, is it a huge one or is it a, a moderate? Yeah, moderate? it's a, it's a big. Uh, the tree, it, are you talking about the tree itself or the fruit? Tree. Okay. The tree itself, uh, yeah, get, uh, we, we've got them planted at, um, at Uvalde, at the experiment station over out there. And um, the tree, uh, it'll get uh, 15 yeah. feet tall. Yeah, like pink satin. Yeah. Wonderful! I've got a wonderful. Uh, I swear, is twenty feet tall. So. Yeah, how but it's. I missed it, that. How tall and how wide? So I know how big a space I need. Uh, Jerry says fifteen feet tall, and if it's just like my pink satin, it, and it's a, it must be eight feet in diameter. That's right. That's good. Yeah. About eight feet. Okay, so it's not real wide on the crown. It's more up. No, no, no. It's very. Yeah, it's kind of straight. Upright, but yeah, yeah, they don't they don't weep over. Um, yeah, it's got a, it's got a tall central leader on it right now, and then it's got some leaves up above the third of it, or branches, I should say. Um, yeah. Okay, all right. That, so that, that, fr- that fruit is that fruit is huge. Uh, oh, it is. Okay. Out, of, out of all out of all my, my the, life, uh, so I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and they're not worth messing with but if y'all say it's worthwhile i'm going to put it in the ground oh no, yeah, it's yeah it's very disease resistant and uh attract a plant too yeah 
Hey, did you uh, stay okay. for the uh, Bill Spalin presentation too? Yes, I did. James? Yeah, he said yes. Oh, how'd that go? Yes, yes. Oh, it was, it was good. I'd never met the man or, or heard him speak before, but I learned uh, it was entertaining. But, uh, yeah, he's he quite, a, really quite nice, a personality. He yeah. Some really, yeah, he had some really nice bird feeders uh, that I was envious with that I might pick up down the road. Good deal. Sounds good. Well, thank you, yeah, sir. Hey, Glad I, we could help I, you. Can Congratulations. Can I ask another quick one? Well, yeah. got to be quick because we have someone here waiting, too. So we want to... Okay, real quick. Another door prize, which I really wanted by Dr. Stein, was a peach cot. And they told me Fanex might have it next spring. Um, is that going to be available? And what do you know about it, either one of you? Well, well we'll ask here at Millburgers if they're going to... Peach cot. Peach cot? Oh. No. Okay, Mar- okay. Anyway, they just said it would be available next spring. Uh, okay. Hopefully. We don't All know. Right. Thanks, man. All I've right. actually seen them someplace. Oh, cool. I can't remember where. Hey, we've got a question from the yeah. crowd here, so I want to help this Thanks. nice guy get him out of the sun. Uh, can we ask your question on the air? Here, give you the mic. You'll be on the air, and these guys will be able to help you. Uh, what you got there? So, so, so much for our theory that uh, we might get some peppers yeah. in go. a few days. What you got? Oh. <laughs> uh. Talking to the mic. Talking to the mic a sec. Take a look here at the bottom end. Yeah. Now, all my, not all of them, but every year, my sweet bananas and these, uh, what do you call these? Uh, uh, (laughs) I just uh, forgot. Not Anaheim. Yeah, that's it. Anaheim? Yeah, Anaheim. Plus, I'll also get it on bell peppers. This uh, little deal at the end. Well, we're trying to expand. Often often it's here, but it's very common to be here. Yeah. So most of the time, it never happens on the top half. Right. What does it have? It's it's this little uh, looks almost like a a burn. Oh yeah, right at the bottom where it curves back up. Huh. Any idea what what this is? That. and now peppers, especially elongated peppers and watermelons too. Uh, this thing looks like it puts on so much growth. It's right, not really much right. susceptible. It's, it's tender. Uh, I, I I want to call it blossoming rot by, on peppers, but uh, I I don't know if I if I could get away with that. But uh, it's on the very end, uh, the blossom end. Well, most most of them they're. Like in this area, yeah, not not on the end, right? In fact, I picked one a couple of days. It was from here all the way up to oh my goodness to uh, at least the halfway mark. Yeah, and and it's moist. How? Uh, it's, how that's, that's a physiological disorder. I mean, uh, uh, I think it's caused by weather weather conditions and. Uh, even if you water well, which uh, I do, yeah, yeah, uh, the, this may this doesn't show up on all the peppers, does it? Not every single one. No. Right, right. I'm gonna say at least fifteen percent of them. Okay, could, could yeah. go up to twenty-five. Well, oh, okay, 30%. that's good then. Especially in this this size. Yeah. How do you? How tall are the plants? Well, on these. They're about uh, uh-huh. this tall. How pl- when when do you but plant I, I, them? Like I say, I also get that on bell pepper. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. Every when, year. When do you plant? Uh, normally, not before April 10. Oh. Okay, that's good. With, yeah, with the peppers. That's, yeah, that's, a, that's amazing. Mine are just barely putting out their yeah. fruit. Yeah, that's You must fertilize pretty well. Yes, I do. There I you have, go. I have to. What yeah. do you use? It's sand. Yeah. Oh, miracle Grow. Water soluble. And every week or? Uh, when I'm really on top of my game, it'll be every week. Neat. Yeah. Well, for the audience out there, these guys are uh, eight inches tall and... Uh, at least eight long and uh, an inch, at least an inch wide. Serious yeah. size, and and the, the the size is one thing, but the fact that it's so early in the season, because you know, a lot of times we people will call and say, "Well, why aren't my uh, mild peppers producing or my green peppers producing anything?" Well, I put a plug in for you. I bought these here. Uh huh. Little okay. bit, little, little little bitty thing. Gosh, yeah. Yeah. Well, they need that really. Successful for sure. They even smell good. Yeah, uh, this occurs later on in the season, right? When the weather turns hot, um, you don't see them on uh, early peppers, right? Well, we're what now? June twenty. Um, yeah, I'll see them on early peppers. On early peppers, yeah. Too. Especially with the bananas. Yeah, I, I think that's a physiological disorder. Uh, it's not a fungus or, or insect or disease, but uh, it uh, has something to do with the plant growth. Uh, I don't know how to how to solve it. Uh, I think it's related to plant growth and the weather conditions. Yeah. I would. I th- I, th- I think I would put up with it for just the kind of growth you're getting. Your kind of growth you're getting. Well, I, I do put up with it, yeah. and you know I, I can snip those ends off, and the rest of it yeah. is perfectly fine. But and plus, there's eighty-five percent you said are yeah without it. I, I like to give away a lot of the things, uh-huh. and of course, I don't want to give something like that away. Why not? Uh, <laughs> well, it just well, you got people you, you, like. you got people you like, and you got people you don't like. Uh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> No, good, uh, really, that's a good job. Sure. Well, thank you for the compliment. Yeah. Uh, cool. A long time ago, I, I want to ask you if you can look up S-T-E-P-P-E. Hang on. I think that's the way it was spelled. It might be spelled S-T-I-P-P-E. It had to do with peppers. Okay. And it had to do with some kind of sidewalk. Okay. Wondering, I'm wondering if this might be that. I, I don't have internet. Okay. Be able to do that kind of thing. All right. Let's see. So, S T I P P E or well, I try that, but I think it's really S T E P P E. Okay. Hang on. Because nothing came up with the I. And let's see. And what are we looking for this? Just to kind of learn more. Peppers. Oh, the type of pepper? No, not the type. It's it's an ailment. Oh. Okay. Oh. Okay. I'm not seeing it. I'm seeing images for step, steppy peppers, um, but it's showing peppers. It's not showing a disease. Um, I don't think that's a disease. But well, maybe I'm remembering it wrong. Yeah. No, but they do show peppers. I mean, I'll, I'll show you all the images. Uh, they look like sort of like yours there, but they're really kind of squat. and Yeah, they're pretty. 
Uh, you want me to look into pepper diseases? Uh, no, I, okay. I, I'm probably just remembering that article. Okay. Uh, totally wrong. It was probably the name of the peppers. Yeah. Okay, maybe so. All righty. Cool. Well, if you want this, you can have it. Thank you. You can have that if you want it. Well, sure, hey, thanks. We'll I, I, I just brought it as the example. For what you, you, that was nice. Do the people that you give these to, do they normally just go... Uh, oh, man. <laughs> you're, you're, you're the first one. Okay. <laughs> Is it hot? Oh, no. Okay. It's the Anaheim? It, it's it's just, very just like a green. Oh, good. Cool. All right. Thank you so much. Very Thanks, good. Thanks for coming in. Thank you. I'm sorry we couldn't give hey. you a way to cure it. What was the... Uh, do us a favor. Maybe somebody will call in. Uh, do you remember the disease? Like, you can describe what happens to the peppers or whatever? Uh, um... The one that I was, we were trying to look up? Yeah, what was it that it did? Uh, the only uh, thing I remember is when I was reading the article, I said, oh, that kind of sounds like what I get with my peppers. Oh, 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 okay. With a little scabbing at the bottom. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or on the side. Okay. On the side. Alrighty. Well, we'll see. We'll, we'll open it up. Maybe somebody will call in. Cool. Thank you so much for coming in. Thanks for the nice You're doing a good okay. job. Thank you. All right. We're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call. 210-308-8867. We have some news to announce in just a moment. 210-308-8867. After this on 930 AM, The Answer. It's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bulvardi Road. You know, one of the things Millburgers does to make sure that you and your whole family have a great gardening experience is they offer children's gardening classes. These are classes designed to help your kids understand the world of gardening, not just gardening, but also those things around gardening that make it more enjoyable. For instance, birds. That's why Millburgers is having their gardening class for children, their children's gardening class, on the Birds of Prey. This is the last chance forever Birds of Prey exhibit, and it's absolutely amazing the birds they bring out. But your kids will learn about nature and about these wonderful, wonderful animals. To make your reservation, call 210-497-3760. 210-497-3760. Make your reservation. Or for more information, go to millburgernursery.com. In fact, millburgernursery.com is the place to go for all the events that are happening at Millburgers. And to find out what's on sale, that's millburgernursery.com. We know you're out there, hiding in plain sight, living a life of quiet desperation, wondering if you're going to beat your money to the grave. There's a better way, a better life at Lifestyles Unlimited. It's time to live the life you deserve. You can only do that by creating passive income. Let us show you how. It's only two hours. It can't be worse than another meeting about meetings or another mindless night in front of the TV. Visit us at lifestylesunlimitedmap.com. That's lifestylesunlimitedmap.com. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas. Do we really want war with Iran? That country has shot down a second U.S. drone. Iran says it was over Iranian airspace. The U.S. says it was in international waters. Whom to believe? We've been down this road before, most notably with Iraq, where supposedly ironclad intelligence said Saddam Hussein had weapons of mass destruction. Then there was the Gulf of Tonkin incident in the 1960s, which got us deeper and deeper into the Vietnam War. U.S. and Israeli policy is that Iran will never get a nuclear weapon. Iran 
Iran has threatened to resume enrichment of uranium next week. Did it ever stop? There are reports the Pentagon may launch a tactical strike against Iran's nuclear facilities, but many are buried deep in the ground and might not be destroyed. What would Iran's response be to such an attack? The mullahs have vowed to attack Israel if that happens. Iranian agents are believed to be in this country. Would they attack civilians? All of these questions must be asked and answered before we get ourselves any deeper in endless Middle East wars. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. Hi, this is Barry Hagendorf with Deccan Patio Care at 822-9147. For 23 years, I specialize in sealing all types types of weather decks and patios, also creating the outside room, a combination of custom-built wooden decks and arbors, flagstone patios, outside kitchens, outside fireplaces, and water features, hence the outside room. Look out your window. Do you see a prematurely weathered gray deck? I'll clean and seal it with the best wood preservatives to a natural cedar tone. It really can look new again. Do you have a pebblestone patio driveway or pool deck? I have a process that seals and polishes the rock to a golden wet look. Or maybe you have a flagstone pool deck or patio. I clean to the natural color and seal out water, stopping chipping and flaking. Call 822-9147. I'd like to personally create your outside room or show you how to make your deck, fence, flagstone, or pebblestone look better than new. Call Barry Hagendorf, Deck and Patio Care. I'm in the yellow pages, 822-9147. It's true. Welcome back to Bill Burgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9:30 a.m. The answer we just got handed. Oh, let, me, let me fix this because we. There we go. All right, we just got handed a flyer. Uh, you know, we always talk about the gardening volunteers of South Texas and the gardening is essential class. Well, the next one is going to be here at Millburgers on July 15th in the morning. It's not an afternoon one. It's in the morning here at Millburgers, 930 to 1230. And uh, it's going to be interesting. Uh, join, Come join GVST for a very special edition of our monthly gardening essentials class. Uh, first, some of Millburgers professional staff will host us in their rustic, cozy, and comfortable amphitheater, which it is. Uh, there, Claudette and Mary will give a brief history of Millburgers and then demonstrate some products and tips in ways that beat the heat and still enjoy and enhance their gardening experience. Oh, you can beat the heat and enjoy your gardening experience throughout the summer. They'll also demonstrate some of their own and Saw's preferred plants. Then Claudette is going to speak. Let's see. We'll take a start, a short stroll through the beautiful nursery under the majestic live oak canopy of their certified and registered butterfly garden. Once there, Claudette, their butterfly garden guru, will explain the process she has gone through in putting this garden together. She'll also admit uh, some of the mistakes that were made along the way creating and maintaining the garden. It is still a work in progress with some of the plants exchange and swaps still happening. Uh, she'll demonstrate some of the proper pruning of plants as needed. There'll be a tour of grass sample varieties, and Claudette will talk about some of their drought tolerance. So lots of good stuff, and let's see. One $10 Millburgers gift certificate will be handed out to each person who attends, which is nice. 
the GVST gardening class, essentials class, uh, valid to use July 15th. Okay, so that day only. Uh, brown bag, uh, bring your own brown bag lunch, bottled water provided, free and open to the public. $5 donation requested, but not required. So, yeah. Is that Calvin chewing or is that you chewing? Oh, you're chewing on ice. Okay. Alrighty. <laughs> so this will be up on the GVST site soon, as well as on MillburgerNursery.com. But it sounds like a fun way to spend the morning uh, here at Millburgers, learning about the nursery and learning about the uh, butterfly garden and all kinds of great things. Uh, Claudette and Mary uh, do a great job and are absolutely passionate about gardening and passionate about educating people as well about gardening. So that's uh, check out, take a look for that. It's coming out very soon, and we'll keep in, we'll keep talking about it. 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. That'd be a good one to invite friends to that you think might enjoy being part of GVST uh, but haven't come to an event. That one sounds like it'd be perfect for them. 210-308-8867, our number, 210-308-8867. What else you got going on over there? I got a question, uh, several questions. Uh, one, somebody wrote in and said... Uh, I purchased a possum hall holly three years ago, the warned red variety. That's the most commonly sold possum hall holly. If you don't know what possum hall holly is, that's that uh, thing that has the red bears, and sometimes they're going to be yellow bears, growing along fence lines. And... uh, same a, lot, a lot of people don't, uh, most people don't plant them in the yards. I mean, same they're, genus they're, and species as the, um, <coughs> our, what, uh, what is that holiday? Yopon? Yopon, yeah. Yeah. Just an evergreen version. Anyway, this person has have not had one red berry yet. No bears on the possum. Hmm. A local nurseman told me that they have to have to have a male plant that will, or they will never produce berries. They told me to buy a female and to plant it nearby so the female would have berries. My question is: Will the male never? Will the male never produce berries? And if I were to remove the male plant and replace it with a female worn red plant, would the female plant produce any bears with no male around? I said, uh, uh, the information I get from Aggie, uh, the Aggie web site indicates that if you wanted a female with a lot of bears, you need to have a male nearby to pollinate it. But I didn't find any information on what berry production might be if no male was around. It's hard to believe that there's no male around. (laughs) And the forest answers, uh, male holly plants do not have berries. All worn reds, worn red possum hall, a female plant. So if yours is a male, it isn't a worn red. Probably the best bet would be to buy another warned red that it bears on it and replace the current plant. Did, did, uh, of course, I've got to guess what the problem is. <laughs> I'm sure yours is the same. Yeah. Uh, you should be able to transplant the current plant to another location in the landscape, and it would then be pollinated for the female. 
What about it, the, it's the one. What about the sun? Uh, he didn't mention sun. Fart doesn't mention sun. Why? They grow in full sun. Oh, yeah. I mean, it needs, does better in full sun. You get, rarely will you get oh. much. You know, and our, our yopons do pretty well in the shade, but the yeah. possum haws don't seem to, in my experience, don't seem to do very well in the shade. Yeah. In terms of producing berries, they'll still have leaves. Yeah. Well, that, that's a good point. Without a pollinator, the female will not set fruit. However, this pollinator does not have to be a possum haw. Any holly that blooms at the same time will suffice. And they're everywhere. Yeah, and they're everywhere. So uh, uh, that he may have hit upon it that uh, he accidentally got a, a male holly, possum holly. But then did, did he say he didn't when he when he got it? They had he had berries. No, no. Because that you know that's one of the things we always say you buy them when you got berries. Berries. Because you know what color the bear is going to be. And you know it's a female. Now, we, uh, Greg and I, uh, Greg Grant and I, uh, years ago when he was down here, we went up through the hill country and uh, selected some uh, possum hall hollies from the fence lines, in other words. We're going to mark them and come back and take cutting. And uh, he's kept them all... All, uh, all this time and uh, he, he had made a selection I don't know if anybody's propagating it or not but uh, one that we selected out of the hill country that uh, had larger holly berries huh. but uh, I tell you what I've, I've kind of gotten turned off on uh, on possum halls when you compare them to uh Pyracantha. Oh, yeah. In terms of the, <laughs> the looks. Oh, yeah. I mean, that pyracantha blooms pretty in the spring and has those red berries all winter long. And it's, uh, well, I was going to say it's easier to manage, but the thorns make it hard to manage. But yeah. It, but it, uh, you can prune the heck out of it. Uh, yeah. Prune it to any shape you want. And, and it has big berries, a lot bigger berries than possum hall. And, and uh, I've seen them like uh, out around Fair Oaks, growing to the tops of those uh, cedar trees out there. And that's they must be invasive here. <laughs> well, they are. Uh, <laughs> all those berries that they have, and the birds don't chew well. You know how birds are, and uh, <laughs> they uh, they the. They're coming up all over the place, out in the in the wild, along uh, under trees. So, uh, well, we might as well plant them, and the, you can make jelly, jelly out of the uh, hmm. fruit. And we have that recipe on plantanswers.com. Make a pyracantha jelly. It tastes just like apple jelly. Oh wow! Those are little apples. But oh, I'm curious, uh, but I'll. I wonder if, I guess I would, my bet would be that it is in the shade. Yeah, it could be. Uh, we do, we, he, people don't consider uh, shady areas. Yeah. But their death on a, a fruiting plant. Uh, I know uh, Calvin used to grow peaches, and uh, 
when we used to do the radio program with uh, on, uh, with Bill McReynolds. Bill was a big uh, big gardener, and uh, somebody gave him some peach trees, and he, he planted them in his backyard. Yeah, he was a good gardener too. Yeah, and he planted them in his backyard under some pecan trees, and they never had a peach on them. Because the lack of sun. Because the sh- yeah, lack oh. of sun. Now the interesting thing was kind of on the perimeter of those trees. He planted some uh, satsumas when the when the satsumas first came on the market. I got him some, and uh, they were the pride of his life. Uh, his and his wife's Jeanette White life, uh, and uh, it's the only it's the only fruit tree that he ever had, or only uh, vegetable crop that he wouldn't let the grandkids go out. And pick as much fruit as they wanted. Wow. He would accompany them for the fruit picking time. Control the... He would control the picking. <laughs> he loved that satsuma. And they still, they're still in his backyard, I guess. So we got one listener that's already responded to the, your paracantha. Okay. Oh, no. Paracantha too invasive. No, too invasive. <laughs> I'm just talking about the looks, <laughs> but there—it's the, the pyrocatha itself is not invasive. It's those damn birds that uh, don't chew up the seed, don't digest it. So yeah. we need to blame the birds and not the plants. Uh, yeah, right. I, I mean, the plants just do it as natural thing. Spoken like a true horticulturalist. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But they sure are pretty. I've really become come to like them. Here's a question that Milton can answer. Uh-oh. Spider mites. <laughs> no, that was the last one. Okay. Our tomato plants are full, full in capital letters, buddy. Full. F-U-L-L in capital letters. Uh-huh. Of small, square, green flying bugs. Oh, Okay. Hard uh, shaped them. Repeated spraying with spinosad has no result. We think they are laying eggs in the tomato skin and thus ruining our fruit. What can we do? So is that your uh, leaf footed? Mm-hmm. It's that close. <laughs> that, that stink bug. Oh, okay. Well, I'm kind of confused. Yeah, but, but, but the, <laughs> well, they're in the same family. But the the the, the, bo- the boat or the square shape. Yeah. Oh, that's the clue. Yeah. Then okay. I, I call them barge shape. But they, but they're actually not laying the eggs in the fruit. They're no. injecting digestive juices. Oh. And making this little stew, and then in, and then they're pulling it out. They spit in your tomato, Milton. Yeah. And they leave a scar, kind of lumpy scar tissue. Yeah. They know what we paid for those tomatoes <laughs> and how much we cared for them? I guess they don't care. But anyway, uh, Forrest said, I feel you have a stink bug infestation. They do not lay eggs in or on the tomatoes. What they do is insert their proboscis, uh-oh, Forrest is getting wild here now, <laughs> into the tomato. Inject some chemical... Oh! 
Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Good girl. All right. Calvin, yeah, Calvin just got sprayed with a water hose. He's just, Calvin's napping water. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 yeah. I didn't know what was happening. Man, I mean, he, he responded to that, didn't he? Yeah. I woke him up. Maybe we ought to get a squirt bottle and would Calvin kind of drifts off in off the show. <laughs> Hit him with the water. Uh, it makes a big difference when it's a hole. Yeah. <laughs> Are you okay? Huh? You okay? Yeah. Okay, good. Okay, I'm just worried about you. Anyway. Yeah, well, your, your, your eyes are watering <laughs> from, from laughing. No. No, it's tears. I was so worried about you. Anyway. Yeah. Okay, we got about a minute. Anyway, they insert their proboscis. Oh! <laughs> into the tomato. Inject some chemical to break down the flesh and suck out the juice. Yeah. Uh, they, they, he, she, he didn't talk about making up the slurry like Calvin was talking no. about. The, the stew. All the, right. uh, while it's disfiguring, it can be cut out or just eaten. Stink bugs are hard to control. One of the garden dust, such as seven or pyrethrin, should have some effect. Hand picking of the bugs is another option. Or vacuuming them. But they are hard to catch. Trace recommends vacuuming them up. Yeah. All right. We're going to say goodbye for today. Thanks to Al back at the station doing a great job. And, and thanks to this lady water out here for spraying made Calvin our show. Ac- accidentally. Uh. All right. We'll see you next week on Millburgers Gardening South Texas. And uh, we hope you join us here at the nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road on 930. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.